This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 183 of The Real Word. Word is up. Ooh, you kind of, I feel like that was a slobbery three. Did you feel good about uh, no, it? No, I, I felt fine about 183. Episode 183. All right. Uh, love for you guys to share this content, by the way, if you haven't already. We're going to get into our rackets here shortly, but uh, please share the content. Please subscribe. If you guys have been following along The Real Word for a long time and you haven't done either of those two things, please do. It helps us find more people that appreciate this content. All right, racket number one, we've got something that might upend licensing education and requirements nationally. And then we're going to get into a love story and then a new well, program. I don't yeah, know that story. it's a love story. Yeah, it's a love story. It's like a breakup. It's like a breakup story. It's a so, breakup. A bad love story. It's a horrible love story. And then a new program from Open Door that you absolutely want to hear about as the marketeer of the week. So racket number one, did Biden just upend licensing and education requirements nationally. To be clear, we're not going to talk anything about no politics. politics. We're just talking about this proposed executive order that the well, president Well, one of many. How many in total? Seven, there's like 72. It's like there a 72 are 72 initiatives. initiatives that the White House would like to address, including one that could impact mm -hmm. licensing and continuing education requirements on a national basis. So we're going to focus on that for our real estate industry, not any of the other stuff or whether the executive order can happen or not happen. You know, there's a part of the, this is actually a uh, Bernice Ross opinion piece where she goes through, obviously the proposed executive order is not an opinion, but she puts her opinion on it. Mm -hmm. She gets into where, um, you know, if this happens, it will take years. And Pros, then if, if Biden doesn't get in, Real questions, would yeah. that go away in the next administration? We don't even care about any of that stuff. Those are all hypotheticals. We're just going to go over what the executive order is and what it would mean mm -hmm. for the industry. So as President Biden observed in his remarks about the executive order, look, it can be a significant burden to get a new license in a new home state. That burden can't be around anymore. It takes time and it takes Money. Can I do the Bill Clinton thing? You know, Bing. where you what, and like I could just Clinton see thing? I could see the politician. It takes time oh. and money. You know, where they you take your so finger. Just, so your first so finger the only person thumb. that you think of is Bill Clinton oh, when he, it comes to a politician well, speaking. He really like, he did it. He trademarked this move. Yeah? This is a Bill Clinton move. You feel I'm good gonna about do it? it. Yeah, yeah. The the burden can't be around. It takes a toll on a family's income while you're waiting. We should remove that barrier. Uh, there, see, there it is. There it <laughs> is. Providing see? more mobility, more opportunity, higher wages for families on the move. All right. So, so what is essentially the executive order? What, what are we, what are we talking about here? Agents who move out of state, they go from one state to another state. They've been a successful real estate agent for a long time in that particular state. Now they're moving into a new state because maybe their spouse was relocated. Right. Whatever the re family situation. Maybe they, maybe they broke up with someone. Oh, maybe they break up. Look for racket number two here. Well, now they've got to get all relicensed. And that could be, you know, just moving locations is going to be a really big hit of on your course. business because you, you don't know anyone. Yeah, you've got to build a database. You've got to figure out how to how to get leads. You, you've got to rebrand all these different things. And now if you're waiting for the ability and we know in the last couple of years how hard it is to get. Well, each your state is done. so different. Everybody's too. So are you picking up. a state based on like, can you move in or that now it's, it's basically impacting your ability to do work. work. And, and so that's what the president says. He wants to get away from a situation where, where people are impeded from doing their job. And so basically uh, here, here's where they want to do it, where they want to go is a national 
uh, recipro reciprocal licensing. Okay, a national <laughs> reciprocal. I have to say, license. he was he was he was practicing reciprocity. The word, there the word it is, is reciprocity. He was practicing All right? it. So there you go, people. Uh, reciprocity. It's the only reason we picked you know, this article, Danny though. Danny from really. Inman, she's like, uh, she commented on something recently. She's like, yeah, you guys should just start a show called Byron with Words. And yes. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that one? Did I you didn't. See that? No. I mean, I don't really read our comments. Yeah. But... Uh, way to go, Nicole. Yep. I read them all, by the way. Well, she screenshots and, them. He screenshots them to me, and then I read them that way. And then I do. And then I will comment back to you. So please feel free to leave oh, us no, a Oh, no. Byron's comment. always commenting. He he really. Let us know if you think Byron with Words he is He won't a, is respond a good to show. any of my texts, but he'll respond to you. Okay. So this goes through, and, and Bernice does a great job here in this Inman piece of breaking down uh, state by state, who has uh, full, full. reciprocity? It. Got it. Okay, what states have full reciprocity, partial reciprocity, and then None. no reciprocity? Okay, so there's a lot of states with no reciprocity at all. Those include Arizona, California, Hawaii, Indiana, Kentucky, Montana, Michigan, Jersey, South Dakota, Texas, Vermont, and Wyoming. So there's no reciprocity in those states. Uh, there's a whole bunch with partial. Uh, Connecticut, Florida being being a couple of those. And then and then the full reciprocity is a shorter list. Alabama, Alaska, Colorado, Delaware, Georgia, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, Virginia, Washington. Okay. Um, so if you had a, a more of a national, I guess, <laughs> way of, of testing. Mm -hmm. And if and then if you had this reciprocity where basically your your license is good everywhere, mm -hmm. good or bad for the industry, get let me frame the question in a different way mm -hmm. is making it easier to get a real estate license mm -hmm. which well, is already a pretty easy thing to do is is making it easier mm -hmm. and easier to work multiple states good or bad for the industry well so i have but again you're i, I think what we're assuming here is that um that national test would be Easy. These are all assumptions. Nobody knows how it would roll. Right. Out. So, because I, I don't know that I don't know that we would use the word easy, because you still ultimately have to have a license. So you're still taking your hours of tests. You're still, ha you know, like you're, you're you're still having to do exactly what you just don't have to you do have it. To do whatever you'd have to do. You, yeah. Right. You just don't have to do it again. If again you and again. And there's right. a bunch of stories in here where it's like, hey, I'm, you know, like say, let's take the D.C. area where you might be working. You know, Virginia and Maryland and Delaware. Right, so right. you're working all three and states. And she's having to take all these, you know, took all three ethics at, every and year. Then you have and she to says renew. it's the same ethics course. Right. So I, I don't want to use, I hate to use the word easy. I just, I just think it's, it's, it's kind of cutting out the bullshit so that what he's saying is that if you do move to a state, you don't have to do 60 hours again or, you know, take those multiple so you're, tests. So are you saying you're for this? I'm certainly not against it. I, I mm. do. I do want some additional details. I do think again they do mention some things about. You're not there calling being, racket on this. No, I'm not calling a racket on it because I do think that there could be sort of a national situation. But then maybe when you move to that state, you know, obviously there are going to be some local laws that you need to learn. So like you'll have to obviously you know sort of participate what, in something of that nature. What I th I thought Bernice made a brilliant point in this piece. Mm -hmm. Florida's partial. Um, reciprocity or mutual recognition agreement. I have to take a pause. You do. Right. So I, I want to say we something all, else. We all pause yeah. to, to wait for it. Uh, Florida's partial res reciprocity or mutual recognition agreement provides a roadmap for how reciprocity could work on a mm -hmm. national basis. Rather than having agents from other states retake all the licensing courses and the full state real estate exam, experienced agents from the eight states that Florida has a reciprocity with um, they only take this 40 question test regarding Florida real estate law. Now what Bernice did not go on to say what Florida then does within two years 
is those people that that got the reciprocal license easily with they do some fingerprints they, they do a few things you get the license within the the two years you've got to do a 40 hour or 60 hour if you're a broker 40 hour salesperson 60 hour broker post licensing course so they say okay we're gonna let you get right back to work here's your license but the post but yeah. now you're doing the post licensing the, the for our state right. so you've got to put in the time I actually think, you know, they've got a pretty high standard there and they've got a pretty tight operation in Florida. I learned the hard way uh, down there myself mm -hmm. that, you know, you've got to learn the way we're doing business here. We're going to let you get into it. Your broker is going to be responsible. You're going to have, you know, let's get you up and running, but let's get you up and running. Right. And I think there's something to that for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I th the states that don't have any reciprocity. Uh, Arizona, California, Hawaii. I guess how Hawaii makes sense not to have reciprocity. Hawaii, I guess, is, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you, you know? no one's really all that close to you anyway. What are you doing? But I mean, Alaska, Alaska has full reciprocity. Who the heck is going to be like licensed in Minnesota and be like, you know, I got to get that Alaska license, well, you know, maybe bouncing know. back and forth between that. Nobody's never know. That. Who knows? There's zero people. Well, maybe that, but maybe, but maybe they need more agents, which is yeah. why they want to be reciprocal so that people will come. Not a, a reciprocal or a regular Alaska license. If you have either in the comments, I've never met an Alaskan real estate agent. No, I don't know that I have either. I don't know that I've ever actually met an Alaska, like a true Alaskan. I've met people that have lived there, but yeah. not like my parents are going on vacation there. Well, everyone goes on vacation, like probably like a cruise. Everybody does. No, yeah. no cruise. They plan the whole thing themselves. Oh, yeah. because yeah. other people do that. The Alaskan cruise thing. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. There you go. I, I'm going to say... You I would, think it's a racket? I, I don't think it's a racket. Well, I think it's a racket. What I think is a racket is anything that makes the licensing easier. If you're going to make obtaining a real estate again, license easier... Again, you're assuming easier, it's easier. Well, th this is what it's saying here. It, it's I basically saying... But again, the initial... the initial. But if the initial but, let's, entry... Go, let's, go back to, let's go back to President Biden. He said it can't be a significant burden to get a new license in a new home state that right. burden can't so be months. around anymore. So if you were to if you were if you were to move to Alaska. Okay. So I'm going to say half a racket. I'm going to say it should be Oh no, Alaska if you move to Hawaii, I'm you're out of work for right. 6 months. So six, Hawaii's so far out there. I'm, I'm going to take but that. I mean, but if you're going to move let's anywhere, you're going to move to Hawaii. So let's move <laughs> yeah, to Hawaii. I'm not moving to Hawaii. It's going to be, it's six months. And right now, I mean, East to, Coast to get a test is difficult. Like, so, and then, yes. you, don't, and then you don't pass it. My I mean, how, many, is, how many times did it take you to pass the test the first, the, when you first got right, your so, license? So your initial Five, license, six, it should be harder to get your initial license. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and then if you want to do the Florida thing where you can, Yep. Get up and running easily. Love that. Love so I'm going to call no rack on that. Love yes. that idea from from uh, the White House. But I think what the post-licensing um, requirements to have a real high standard in those states is a good thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you want to get into if you're holding multiple license, should you have to take the same ethic course five times? Absolutely not. Those ethic courses are always the same. Right. Most, most states are all the same. Right. And so I totally agree there. Agree. Yeah. Now, it's, this is, whether we agree or not, you're going to have all kinds of state boards, National Association, everybody's going to have well, it's gonna their be, problem it's gonna with It's going to be a things. huge yeah. undertaking for everybody. That's yeah. that's the biggest concern. Well, I, listen, love your opinions on this in the comments. Love for you to share this with an agent, maybe an agent that has 
uh, reciprocal licenses. And if in, if you like this content, please hit subscribe. We'd love that's how we find more people. There's a ruckus yeah, going on around a whole, us. We are, by the we way, we're in a circus today. I'm asking you to subscribe. Usually, the podcast is much better than this racket going on. <laughs> uh, so, I'm asking you to subscribe to this podcast, knowing that in a week or two weeks, our new office is going to be finally built out, our brand new studio, and the podcast will only get better. You know what? Uh, in fact, Maybe. we have the on air. Put the on air off light flashing oh, right I here it, yes. for the new office you're welcome so nobody's gonna be able to walk in we're not right. gonna hear um, we may actually, anything i don't know we may be able to be in there next week not gonna hear anything next um, week yeah i'll be ready next week i don't know about you guys you have your tables and, we're your, ready. and your curtains bobby, we're and ready. bobby what did i say when the she said the, ask us if the, we're ready the end of the, the end of That's next the, the end of the month is next week folks all right racket number two Study from Realtor Mag. No, the study is not from Realtor Mag, but this is a Realtor Mag article, which we'll link up. The study is from Cinch Home Services. Singles leave cities where they lost out on love. Obviously. Okay. Obviously. So meaning, yeah, if you had a bad breakup, you don't Make want to sure bump into them in the coffee shop. Make sure you pick a state though that you can, you know, use your reciprocal license. Yeah. Though. There you go. If you're licensed and you're missing out on love. Go to a state that's reciprocal. What, what's going on with that? Can somebody There's turn the that circus. down? Whatever. It's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> that's our, Earl's got his phone on like like old man ring right now. It's crazy. All right. So um, many singles say they move to a new city or state for a fresh start after ending a romantic relationship with four out of five relocating, according to a new study conducted by Cinch Home Services. Singles were more than two times as likely to make such a post-breakup move during the pandemic than before. Two times as well, likely Well, I mean, get the hell out. out of there. But, I mean, you're stuck. Now you're Part of that is driven stuck. by remote work becoming more common, which we talked about that maybe coming to an end last episode. Go back and watch the last episode, by the way, if you missed that. That was, that was a really good conversation. Yep. All right, so the top criteria, Nicole, you ready for choosing a new city to move to among sing singles, according to the survey? Top criteria for choosing a new city to move to according... Uh, to the survey for singles. Number one, 49.2% job opportunities. So it's Obviously. more about the job than maybe than the relationship. Hey, well, no, they're choosing to leave because they broke up, but they're choosing a certain city because of the job right, opportunities. Right. We broke up. I'm moving I'm because I'm going to go start putting in for new jobs. I was only working this crappy job because of you. Because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I blame you. Cost of living. Yep. Okay, I was spending all my money. I gotta now. I gotta I save my money. I was spending all my money on you. I was spending all my money on her. Now I gotta go save money. Him. And, and uh, okay, so cost of living, proximity to family. Yeah, I'm gotta move back home. Cry on their shoulder. Or well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be the other way around. Social scene. Get the hell away. Yeah, from social me. scene. I thought would be higher if you're you're single, ready to mingle. You, I think that would have been higher. That's only at twenty four point three percent. Well, but you do need a job in order to to support the the single and mingling, right? Just get out there and go crazy. Social scene. Twenty four point three percent. Landscape features. Twenty four point three percent. So this is this is, but this is where we're we get no we get landscape. a hiccup. The landscape feature. Does that mean like they like there's like a pool in the backyard? Because that's like a landscape feature, <laughs> right? Looks like, yeah. Or are we talking about like you want to be near a mountain? You want to be near a. I'm water. going that way, like hiking that kind Biking. of stuff yeah but uh, yeah i don't know, Lands I don't know. What, but like landscape feature i don't know it where, how even, do you take that one bobby landscape features it's like you, you want like a, you want like a like fountain they, no like if you break up with someone in the city maybe you want to move to like move, colorado move to colorado yeah. but like landscape feature all right so so we're um here's the cities nicole that have the most singles the where, where are singles no, no, they're saying the best place where best. are singles most likely to move uh, of those, probably of those top. Yeah, these criteria. are the best places to move. So they say number one, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, Bobby's reaction is my reaction. I don't think anybody should move to San Francisco. Easy. I, I've walked through it. It's a dump. Easy. It is. San Francisco is a dump. 
Okay. Right. Chicago. Unless you have like a $4 million, you know, home, it, it mm -hmm. could be okay. But the $1 million homes are, are dumps. Yeah, exactly, Bobby. San Francisco is an absolute crap hole. Wow. Number two, Chicago. Okay. Um, is number two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like Chicago. Atlanta. Right there. Atlanta, three. Love Atlanta. Number four, Seattle. Have you been? Never been to Seattle. I've been. Terrible. Equally what? Terrible. Equally terrible to San Francisco. I'm sorry. It is <laughs> stunningly beautiful Bobby like it. and clean. All right. Los Angeles, five. New York City, six. Boston, seven. Houston, it was Eight. also like 2001 when I was Pits there. Pittsburgh, but. Pennsylvania, nine. Philly, Pennsylvania, 10. So Pennsylvania, nine and 10. Austin, Texas, 11. Mm -hmm. Richmond, Virginia, San Diego, Dallas, Buffalo, Milwaukee, Tucson, Arizona, Portland, Cincinnati, Minneapolis. That's the top 20. These then are go, major cities. We're talking DC, people, Baltimore, the singles New Orleans, love Vegas, their cities. And, uh, We're hitting up the cities. Yeah, some single young people like to be in a city. Yeah. You know, you, you're not going to find... Um, a shoreline Connecticut town on, on the list. Maybe not, but I mean, do you think do you think a single would have much luck in a shoreline Connecticut town? I don't. I mean, I had I had some good luck down here. You had some. You married a high school sweetheart, Nicole. He wasn't I a mean, sweetheart. I went to high school with him. Yes, a sweetheart or a high school <laughs> friend, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, there you go. Uh, singles ready to mingle. There's your top cities and and uh, top reasons why. Okay. Marketeer of the week, open door. Hey, but if you live in one of those cities, maybe that becomes part of your marketing plan. Like, hey, did you just break up? Right? Did you? Yeah. Did your girlfriend just leave you? Yeah. You know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> that should be the billboard. If you're, we uh, are single and ready to mingle here go. in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Open door launches new referral program for agents. This is the Marketeer of the week. Two years after. Launching its agent partner program, Opendoor has launched another option for agents to earn commissions and bonuses from seller transactions. This is uh, according to Inman Industry News. We'll link that down below if you want if you want to check out information on this. So uh, a couple of years ago, they, they offered their agent partner program. Now they've introduced Agent Access, a new referral program that allows agents to earn a 1% commission. Listing agents. The listing agent. Mm -hmm to earn a 1% commission for every seller who chooses to accept an open door cash offer. Now, when they say listing agent, it means that you gotta have this agreement in place, I guess. Right, okay, or, or so. maybe you're actively on the market and maybe they're not getting the right. offers that they want and then. Well, that's where this, in a slow market, in a high inventory market, if you're on the market and you're just not getting any opportunities, as an agent, your seller three, four or five months you know, and this is in a different market than today. Market changes, right? right? Three, four, five months into the agreement, the seller says, what else can you do for me? Hey, you could go now put in your, your open door offer as the agent, bring that to the seller and say, mm -hmm. here's an opportunity. I have an offer for you. Right. Or if you have, this is what a lot of agents do. What you and, give, um, the, the, you give the quote beforehand? No, a lot of agents, uh, I know an agent in an undisclosed location who got cut off by open door recently. I'm just not going to say the location, just. I get it. Keep going. Anyways, he was he would get an offer on a property on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then he would say, well, we're in multiple offer situations oh, here. Because he would get open door. He'd get the open get, door. Shut offer. the front door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're in a multiple offer situation here. So highest and best. So what open door has now refused to give him like offers yeah, so, on Yeah, so homes? basically... He was but getting, isn't that the whole purpose of it? Like the more offers you put out, right, the more likely right. you're going to be to so, grab a home. So his story was he like never took an open door offer. And then all of a sudden, like out of 
his twentieth offer. Let's let's call it. I'm I'm just kind of uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but out of the twentieth offer, the offer from Open Door was fantastic. Right. And well, that's like, all that it takes. And he was like to the sellers, like, "Whoa! Like, take the Open Door offer." Then they rescinded the open offer. Open door. They're like, after further review, you have um, you're like uh, use misusing the program or something like that. Misusing the program, yeah, yeah. dude. You just you. They rescinded I, the offer. I've given you. I've given you fifty it. opportunities. And so they rescinded the offer. That they, they never said, would have happened. They said all these opportunities. They basically said you were doing all these opportunities. All these properties sold. Like they figured out the multiple offer thing. You were misusing it, and then they cut them off from being able to make offers. You know what happened? An agent found out what he was doing and Correct. probably told. Well, of him. course, that's of course, what happened. Course, course. Open door doesn't give a crap. So, uh, well, they do once they find that. Clearly, out, but, but I'm just but saying. But then they realize that the offer was too good. Whatever. Anyway. So silly. Isn't, again, that's the point. Here's a Will Holmes, who is the general manager of agent growth with um, Open Door. So, uh, listen, Open Door is smart here, and this is why they're the marketeer of the week. They have an agent growth program. They're understanding that they need just to get their name out there more. Think Zillow. If they get their name in agents' hands more, consumers are going to become more aware with the brand. So using the agents for their growth is why they're the marketeer of the week. It's a right. smart play. It's a brilliant play. Yes. So Wilhelm says, um, first, our agent uh, partnership began two years ago. We've been listening, learning, and building better relationships so we can provide the best possible experience for agents and their clients. Made it a priority to invest in technology and partnerships that help agents focus on their clients' needs. So to, to do the program, the agent must request the open door cash over through the agent access homepage and include their MLS ID. The MLS ID allows open door to track closed transactions so the agent can be credited. It's brilliant for open door to do this because if they use agents who have the trust of the consumers who have the past clients, mm -hmm. they're going to get their name brand into more hands of consumers. Now Absolutely. the program, Nicole, well then you never know that, that, that seller, maybe they didn't use them, but they may know somebody else too. That's like in a dire situation where, Hey, yeah. listen, I got a quote from open door. Super simple. On the agent side, it's smart to, if you have a seller who wants to look at every single opportunity, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sign a listing agreement. We're only going to move forward with the listing agreement. I'm going to bring you three offers up front, Zillow, open door, our brokerage, instant offers, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever your op opportunities are. I'm going to bring mm -hmm. you these opportunities for, mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, here's the market value. Here's what we're going to go on out. Here's how much money you're going to get in your net sheet by listing with me sign here, but you're going to have an out in the contract that if you like one of these instant offers that you like better and I'll advise you, Hey, that's a great offer. Let's go do right. that one. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing for you. Yeah. You're getting compensated either way as the agent. It works for everybody. I think if you want to really do what's right for the client, giving them a look at every single opportunity before it goes in the market isn't a bad idea. If you have those opportunities in your market here in, you know, little old New England, I call it old New England. Mm -hmm. They they don't really have um, <laughs> these types of programs here yet because it's a much more difficult market. You were going to say something else. No, old New England. No, Everyone right. says it's New England. I say it's old New England. Our infrastructure is crumbling here. Maybe Joe B could help us out with that. I think that's a different podcast. Okay. So what I also like about this is yeah. they set set it up like a Delta airline, um, you know, points program or mm -hmm. miles program. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're first one to two, and let's put the chart up right here. Love it. First to second transaction is a, just the 1% commission. Mm -hmm. This is for the agents. And then you go to silver, silver, three to nine, silver category. I don't want to be in silver. I, I like these point systems where you like you feel like you're you're getting something special. So this is such a great marketing.
techniques. Silver, three to nine transactions. Your third transaction, you get the 1% commission and a $5,000 bonus. So if you get the three in a year, boom, you're banging a 5G bonus. Fourth to ninth transactions within the silver category, you get the 1% and a $1,000 bonus for each one. So you got to get to like three. If you get to two, you're like now they're incentivizing you to push. Because you want the 5G. Two, three. Yeah. Uh, gold. By the way, Open Door watches everything that they're tagged in. So they're going to watch this, Open yeah. Door. Love to hear, Open Door, your comments on the agent story uh, in the undisclosed location. Maybe I can get permission to share that story if Open Door really wants me to. Open Door listens to, to every piece of content that goes hmm. out about them. Love well, your they comments. They that they're listening. Open Door. Hit subscribe too, would you? Cheaper. Gold, 10 to 19 transactions. 10th transaction, you get the 1% commission plus a $5,000 okay. bonus again. So can I just, can I just, because I, I do think that you need to rephrase because fourth to ninth is 1% for commission on each plus a plus one, $1,000 bonus. But on I each. don't think that that's each. It's not specifying each. Uh, I think it is. Open door, maybe you can comment there okay. if, if it's not. Now 11 to 19 is 1% commission each plus a $1,500 bonus. We don't know if that's, you know. Because they, they, they're specifying each. Right. I got you. I yeah. think it's each on, on all of them. Well, that and would then, be nice. And then 20. if I got a $5,000 bonus and then I'm getting just 1000 for the next four, I don't know. I might tap out at that point. You're just going to go to three. I Yeah, I, I did it. She's going to tap out like Conor McGregor. Well, because I don't get my 5000 again until 10. 20th transaction, you get the 1% plus the $10,000 bonus. So, okay. There you go. That That's the... Um, <laughs> That's the deal there. We're going to link up the Inman article so that you can read through it. If you've got open door in your market, that's our signal to go, by the way. It's time to Ooh, go. Where is her? There. Wrap it up. <laughs> that was a long answer. He's like, ring. Probably decide, do I want to answer this? Do I want to answer this? I think it was, what was going through his mind there? Shit. <laughs> all, that's right. <laughs> all right. That's all we got here. Uh, love for you guys to leave a comment. Please subscribe. It helps us reach more people. We'll see you next week on The Real World.